are fat, if you are unhealthily overweight, is it down to your own personal responsibility or is it because you're a victim of a toxic food culture? Judith Collins was speaking to Chris Lynch, my counterpart in Christchurch yesterday, uh, as part of a wide-ranging interview. She'll be joining me on Thursday for much the same. And the topic of obesity, the obesity epidemic came up and she poo-pooed the idea of an epidemic, saying it was time for people to take personal responsibility if they were fat. And this is not the first time, of course, that the topic has been debated and discussed. If you are obese, is it because there are factors that predetermine you to be obese or is it because you're simply not making the right choices? Speaking purely for myself, if I pile on the lard, it's because I'm making too many poor choices about what I put in my mouth, mainly alcohol, and not doing enough exercise. And shock me, I put on weight. So much fun putting on the weight. So much less fun taking it off. I think most of us feel that way, don't we? That if we look in the mirror or if we see fatties on the street, we do not see ourselves or or fatties on the street as being prisoners of their DNA or collateral damage in the junk food wars. What I see when I look in the mirror is a lazy, ill-disciplined, greedy person who needs to take themselves in hand and sort themselves out. But bariatric surgeon Dr. Richard Barbour says obesity is not a moral failing. He is absolutely adamant that the science says being obese comes down to our genetic makeup and the food environment in which we live. You can go on as many diets as you like, but ultimately, he says, you are unable to keep that weight off if you are predisposed to being overweight and or obese. And if you want to lose weight and you want to lose it permanently, The most effective way to do that is surgery. According to the specialists, bariatric surgery leads to lasting weight loss, improved quality of life, remission of type 2 diabetes, reduced heart disease and reduced cancer risk. Whether you get the surgery or not depends very much on where you live. It's the postcode lottery again. Compare these two DHBs, Canterbury DHB to Waitamata DHB. Both regions have a similar population, both have the similar morbid obesity rate, but the number of surgeries being done at Watamata is far, far higher. So it depends very much on where you live. Gastric bypass surgery used to be something quite radical, and now it's seen as quite commonplace and the answer to obesity. Since the launch of the Ministry of Health's Bariatric Initiative in 2010, public funding for procedures had reached $18 million by 2018. But the surgeries are not keeping pace with demand. There are far more people who want to have their stomachs cut as a solution for obesity and as a solution for all the other ills that accompany morbid obesity, like the type 2 diabetes like the heart disease, like the increased cancer risk. You can understand why people, if they have struggled and struggled and struggled for years and years and years, who have limited quality of life, simply because they're prisoners of their own flesh, would resort 
to this kind of invasive surgery. For me, I, and again, it's purely speaking purely for myself, not for anybody else, I can gain and lose 15 kilos over a year to 18 months. And it's infuriating because I am absolutely the author of my own misfortune. I have friends, mostly male, who have stayed exactly the same weight for 20-odd years, give or take half a kilo. Are they more morally righteous than I am? Possibly, some cases, but they just don't seem to put on weight the way I do, the way other women do. I do know that if I reduce the alcohol intake, I increase my exercise to three or four times a week, the kilos start to drop off. It's not rocket science for me. And that says, in my case, I'm not a victim of anyone or anything. In my case, Judith Collins is right. It is all about personal responsibility.